This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Ah, the sounds of summer. Can it get any better? Oh yeah, I forgot about that one. Discover the unforgettable sensations of the Lexus Performance lineup. Explore the possibilities of a Lexus at the Golden Opportunity sales event. Now through September 6th. Click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Hello, welcome back to another episode of Morgan's Pop Talks, a podcast brought to you by The Dip. Welcome in. What a busy, busy week. I'm still on a little bit of cloud nine because if you follow along the pages, you know I met Carl and Lindsay last night. I will tell you guys all about that. If you're a big Summer House fan, you're going to want to stick around for that story. You guys, I'm gearing up for a big trip. I'm going to London. I'm going to Barcelona. Let's give you a life update. First, it's been a while since I've shared anything that's actually going on with me. A little bit of a good news, bad news situation. The bad news is that David leaves on Saturday. I know time flies when he's here and time drags when he's not here. So I can't believe he's already going back to London. The good news is that I am going with him for a little bit. Now, don't worry. I'm still going to be keeping in touch with you, keeping you updated on all the things. So no stressing when it comes to me going to London. But we were supposed to go to South Africa because... That's where his family lives. He was born in London, then moved to South Africa. His dad is British, his mom's South African, and then that's how he's able to live in London now because he has dual citizenship. But really long story short, we were supposed to go to South Africa and I was supposed to meet his family in person for the first time. I've known David for 11 years now and I've never been able to meet his family. Of course, I know them and love them. Like they're in my own family because you know, we have group texts and FaceTimes and all the things, but you know, the pandemic has made it extremely difficult to get there. We were supposed to go and it fell through very last minute. We were unable to find any flights that weren't like 36 hours, you know, total fly time. And that's not including going from the US to London. So I just didn't have enough time off work to be traveling for essentially five days and then stay in South Africa for three days and pay a lot of money to do that. But, you know, so I was really upset about that. And so was David. We were bummed for sure. And I came home last week, like just feeling a little deflated, you know, from the stress of life. And and my real job has been a struggle lately. So I was telling David, like, 
oh, man, I just need a break, you know? And and out of nowhere, he goes, well, I booked us a trip to Spain. <laughs> I was like, what? Like, nobody's ever done that for me before. Well, actually, David has done done that for me before we went to Paris uh, one year for Valentine's day. And that was the most magical day of my life, but I'm not here to brag anyways. So yeah, no, he knew I was really bummed about not being able to go to South Africa. I was looking forward to seeing the sun because I haven't seen the sun in five months here in Northeast Ohio. So yeah, we're going to Barcelona. It'll be very fun. I will post lots of things on the pages. And I'm just going to say, you guys, you know, I'm not a conspiracy theorist or anything, but he went somewhere with uh, just my dad last week. So do what you want with that information. But let's get into what you're here for, the pop three. These are the biggest stories of the week. A close one for the deep dive this week between Kylie Jenner's new baby name and Bachelor in Paradise potentially getting canceled. But we're going to put that one in the pop three. So let's talk about Bachelor in Paradise. Rumors that it might not be coming back this season. The biggest red flag is the schedule change for The Bachelorette this year. And if you compare, there is a pretty big difference in timeline. So Katie's season started last summer in early June. Gabby and Rachel's season isn't starting until July 11th. So that's about a five to six week pushback. Bachelor in Paradise last season started on August 16th. Now we know that there's going to be more than four or five episodes in Gabby and Rachel's season. So what does that mean for Bachelor in Paradise? Well, there has been a decrease in ratings. And back in October, reality, Steve, you know, speculated that the show was coming to an end. This is a quote from him. It says, this is strictly a prediction on my part, but I have a feeling Paradise might be done. It didn't do well this past season. The format is getting old and tired. And well, that's just my prediction. I could be dead wrong, but just looking at the overall picture, filming schedules and whatnot. And if two, this was last year, obviously. So the schedules he's talking about, if two bachelor seasons and one bachelorette season per calendar year becomes the norm, I almost think they have to get rid of paradise. And if they do decide to keep it, I think you need to make some major tweaks to the format. So everyone's been freaking out online. Like, is it going to get canceled? I have no idea. Well, Mike Fleiss, you know, he loves to stir the pot on Twitter. He's the show creator. He said, canceled, no bleeping way. Hashtag Bachelor in Paradise forever. But then he deleted the tweet. So it's like, what is going on there? I don't think they need to cancel Bachelor in Paradise. It's actually one of my favorite parts of the franchise because it's just a little bit more lighthearted. I like seeing, you know, members of various seasons date each other. Here's the changes they need to make to see ratings increase. They need to make it shorter. Two hours on back-to-back nights is just absolute insanity. So TBD on whether or not Bachelor in Paradise is going to be coming back. If I had to make a prediction based on the evidence presented, I'm going to say no, which is really a shame because we have a lot of great options. I mean, the guys from Katie's season, the guys from Michelle's season, the who was next? Who was just, oh yeah, Clayton, duh. <laughs> I want to see Teddy and Serene on the beach with Andrew and Justin. That's just me. Anyways, let's move on to headline number two. Cassie Randolph is speaking out for the very first time. A little bit of a trigger warning here. We are going to talk about harassment and what Cassie went through with her ex, Colton Underwood. It seems that Cassie is slowly starting to open back up 
you know, to Bachelor Nation, to the public. She made an appearance for Clayton's finale, and the world was shooketh to the core. I mean, I know I was just shocked to even see her there. And just to catch people up, if you don't know what went on between Cassie and Colton, they did walk away together on his season of The Bachelor, but then they broke up and he did some horrible things to her in the aftermath of their breakup, like create a fake stalker where he was texting her scary things. He was pretending like someone was texting him scary things as well, when in reality it was Colton texting the both of them. He taped a tracking device under her car. There's a lot of stuff. You know, there was a temporary restraining order involved. Friend of the pod, Dave Neal, he covers this at great lengths on his YouTube page. So I recommend if you want to do a deep dive into all of this, go check that out. But since then, Colton has come out been on Good Morning America, had a Netflix documentary. He's now engaged. As I sat down to record the podcast, I saw that he posted his engagement photos. And Cassie has been laying low, not speaking out about Colton, you know, not using the situation to profit, you know, not speaking to the media, not generating clickbait headlines. She's kept a pretty low profile. Until now, she went on Caitlin Bristow's Off the Vine podcast this week, and she opened up about Colton. And it's funny because at first she was saying like she feels a lot of pressure talking about it. She wants to be open about things, but she isn't there yet. But then Caitlin just like subtly asks, you know, like, well, how did you find out that he, you know, was coming out? And it's just funny because one second Cassie's like, you know, I, I don't. I'm not really there yet. And then she goes into great lengths about how she found out about Colton being gay. And she said, you know, I found out the same way everybody else did. She said she found out on Snapchat, saw the Good Morning America clips on Snapchat and said it was horrible. She was shocked. She said she took a step back for so long because she didn't want everything to be in her face. And then Caitlin asked, you know, like, what have you learned about yourself through this process? And she said she feels more decisive. So you know what? Here for Cassie Randolph, I am here for whatever she needed to do, you know, these past two years to be comfortable now to start coming back. And I'm glad that she's coming back. You know, Dave mentioned this on his YouTube video that I watched before I started recording. Like she got a lot of backlash whenever her and Colton broke up. And I think it just goes to show that First of all, Bachelor Nation can be insane. I don't, I mean, I don't need to tell you that, but you never really know what's going on behind the scenes because people were making her out to be the villain, saying she let him on. Well, then he turns out to harass her and then eventually come out of the closet, which you can be happy for Colton, you know, living his best life, but also feeling like Cassie didn't need to be collateral damage of that. And I feel for her. I'm glad that she's coming back around and that she feels comfortable to do that now. All right, let's move on to our final headline in this week's pop three. Katie Maloney also speaking her side of the Tom Schwartz divorce, and she actually has filed for divorce. So we'll get into all of that. But I listened to Katie on her podcast, You're Gonna Love Me. She said a lot of interesting things about her and Tom. She said her and Tom are still friends. And we saw that over the weekend. They were out getting drinks together, posting on their Instagram stories. I mean, she even said like, it's all good. And I'm like, Well, clearly it is if they're out together, just the two of them, and she's posting, it's all good. My only thought here is that Tom is so passive that I think even if things weren't good on his end, like even if he wasn't happy with what was going on, he would pretend like 
he is. You know what I'm saying? She said that the friend group isn't picking sides, that they can all hang out. And I think that's a good thing. I don't know how true that will be in the future, especially when these two start dating other people. It's going to get awkward, but time will tell. When it comes to the breakdown of their relationship specifically, she said it's been building up for a couple of months and she was afraid to tell anybody, especially Tom, because she knew it was just going to devastate him. She mentioned posting the Kim K quote that really got all of us on high alert that something was wrong. You know, it was the same quote that Kim used to talk about her divorce from Kanye. Oh my God. Oh my God. You guys were not talking about Kanye West today. (gasps) Oh my gosh. Blessed be the day, March 24th, that Kanye is not in this episode of Morgan's Pop Talks. Okay. Anyways, the quote was like about choosing yourself and being happy for yourself. And Katie's like, You know, when I posted that, it wasn't like a subtweet moment. It was a subtweet moment, just by the way. But she said it just spoke to her and she wasn't looking to, you know, cause an uproar. But that's what happens when you're a reality TV star and you post something cryptic. She also said that media outlets were reporting on it before she was ready to talk about it, which makes me sad. And I don't want to say I felt like guilty for talking about it because I I definitely wasn't the first person to talk about it. Everybody was. But it does make me sad, you know, for her that just in general, when you sign up for this life, something so personal like a divorce – a separation from somebody you've been with for 12 years sometimes gets pushed out into the public before you're ready to talk about it. It must really suck. But she said the more she tried to suppress her feelings, the more it became clear that she wasn't happy in her marriage. Some rumors that have been cleared up since then, they are still living together right now. Tom Schwartz is not crashing with Sandoval and Ariana. Ariana went on her Instagram and said, called out the people that were making this up, The Sun, a reality blurb. I think there was another publication, but she's like, That is not true. Please stop publishing that. Even though I know Katie is a strong woman, I don't know why I feel like I'm more worried for her in the scenario because Tom has a lot going on and Katie really doesn't. And I I know that that sounds harsh, but she has said that, you know, even the last season of Vanderpump Rules, you know, she was like, I want to get up and go somewhere every day. I want to have a purpose in life. And Tom's really busy with Tom Tom. He's opening a new bar. So I mean, suppressing your feelings and keeping yourself busy to ignore, you know, pain in your life isn't going to do any good in the long run. But I feel like all of us have been there. All of us have done it. But I really just hope that she can take this time to figure out what makes her happy in life. I want to see her happy. And I wish really all the best for her and Tom. And I hate to be this person, but I just really want to know what type of people that they're going to date next. It keeps me up at night. Okay, you guys, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back with the deep dive. Why did Kylie Jenner change baby Wolfie's name? There is some drama to it. We'll get into it next. Hang on. Oh, we could, we could fly. This is your summer. That means Six Flags and the taste of an ice cold Coca-Cola. We're talking thrilling coasters, amazing animal attractions, and this. Coke is summer refreshment, so you can hop on another ride. Like the all-new Sidewinder Safari, Six Flags and Coca-Cola. Come make it yours. Visit SixFlags.com slash Coke to save up to $20 off passes or daily tickets starting at $39.99. 
we go, everybody. Time for this week's deep dive. Every single week on my Instagram at Morgan P. Talks, I open up the deep dive submission. So if you ever want to know more about a particular pop culture story, you can go ahead and submit that every single week. This week's question comes to us from Annie. Hey, Morgan. This is Annie from Sugarland, Texas. My deep dive question is, why did Kylie Jenner change her son's name? Is there more to it besides her not liking the name? Love your page and your pod. Thanks. Love you like a sis, Annie. There is definitely more to it than just not liking the name. Let's get into it. Can I just start by saying I am being annihilated online right now over this TikTok I made on February 11th. It's really coming back to haunt me. On February 11th, I posted this TikTok about Stormy getting her 10-minute YouTube video and Wolfie Baby getting an Instagram story. Because if you remember, Kylie revealed to the world that Stormy was here via YouTube video. Wolf got an Instagram story and it was the same Instagram story text that I talk about every week. Gray screen, white typewriter-esque font. And it said Wolf Webster, like with the heart. And I'm like, man, really? Stormy gets a 10 minute YouTube video and Wolf gets an Instagram story. That is second child syndrome. And I'm allowed to say that because I am a second child in my own family. But now he has a video and everyone's like, well, he has a video. So don't you feel stupid. I'm like, not really Leslie. I posted this video two months ago. Please leave me alone. Anywho, Kylie Jenner changed baby Wolfie's name. I can't call him Wolf. It's got to be Wolfie. She posted on Instagram this week saying, FYI, our son's name isn't Wolf anymore. We just really didn't feel like it was him. Just wanted to share because I keep seeing Wolf everywhere. Obviously, you just dropped a 10-minute YouTube video and told the world that his name was Wolf. Obviously, you are going to see the name everywhere. Kyle's the YouTube video to our son in it. She shares her pregnancy journey, a look at the nursery. The nursery is like neutral color filled with like children's books and stuffed animals, including like a Louis Vuitton bear that's worth (laughs) $20,000. Oh my God. It makes me sick to my stomach. No name yet. People think that it might be Jack because in this video, Travis Scott's mom is talking about baby Jack, but I don't think that's it because Travis Scott's real name is Jaquez. So I think that Jack, she's referring to her son, Travis Scott. And imagine going from the name Wolf to Jack, (laughs) you know, just, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think it's out of the ordinary for a Kardashian to change a baby name. I remember Courtney saying they couldn't decide what to name Rain. Remember, they didn't actually name him straight away. They brought him home, gave it a few test runs. It sounds horrible when you put it like that, like it's a puppy dog. But she said they called him Preston for a day, and they were like, no, his name is Rain. So not the first Kardashian to technically change their child's name, but here's the drama of the name Wolf. Let me introduce you to Tammy Hembro. Tammy Hembro is an Australian fitness influencer and YouTuber. She has 14.3 million followers on Instagram, is followed by the likes of one Kanye West, and she used to be good friends with Kylie Jenner, but it started with her being friends with Chloe because Tammy was a Good American ambassador. She was doing a lot of campaign shoots for Good American. Some background, some history on the relationship between Tammy and Kylie. The first time Tammy was in the news in regards to Kylie was at Kylie's 21st birthday party because Tammy collapsed 
at the party and had to be carried out on a stretcher. In a YouTube video, it's now gone. She blames it on jet lag and exhaustion. And this happened before Kylie got to the party. She admits, though, that she had been drinking. She had been up for 30 hours, and she also was going through a bad breakup at the time. So she's like, I shouldn't have been drinking to the extent that I was, but all of these things mixed together caused me to collapse. Well, after that moment, all the Kardashians and Jenners unfollowed Tammy, except for Chloe. And Chloe still continued to use Tammy in Good American campaigns at the time. Then a couple months later, There were fling rumors between Tammy and Kylie's ex, Tyga. Tyga even allegedly has a song about Tammy. It's called Uno. I looked it up. It's pretty gross. I'm not going to repeat any of the lyrics because they're pretty gross. But in the song, he says, go Tammy. Keep dancing. Like, calls her out by name. But Tammy said on her podcast, Hanging Out with the Hembros, shortly after that song was released, that yes, the song is about her, but... The lyrics had been, quote, taken so out of proportion and, you know, maintained that she and Tyga were more than friends. Read the lyrics. If my friend was saying get a wet wipe about me, I would be like, we are no longer friends. What you also need to know about Tammy is that she has two children from a previous relationship. She was engaged to fitness trainer Reese Hawkins. They had two children together but have since split one of their children a six-year-old son named Wolf. And just hours, hours after Kylie announced their son's name on Instagram, Tammy went on her page, posted a picture of her and her son with the caption that said, my wolf with a heart. So she's ever since then been making jabs. She did another post that said Wolfie's mom or mum, M-U-M, she's Australian. And then Tammy's pregnant right now. This happened on TikTok. Somebody wrote a comment on Tammy's TikTok that said, I just know you're naming your baby Bentley. Tammy replied to that comment and said, actually liking the name Stormy ATM at the moment. Tammy clearly upset that Kylie named her son Wolf after having a six-year-old son named Wolf. I mean, all hell has been breaking loose in the comments, as you can imagine. And I know what you're thinking. Who really cares? It's a baby name. Nobody can stake a claim on a baby name. I'll tell you who cares. The Kardashians and the Jenners. They care. And they care a lot. So I think at the end of the day, it's probably a little bit of both. I think maybe the name didn't suit him, if you will, as much as they thought. And Kylie didn't want this drama with Tammy to continue to play out for the entirety of this kid's life, you know, because let's just face it. Tammy would not let it go. Who would? I mean, honestly, in the influencer world, it's a way to get free publicity. Not that she needs it, 14 point whatever, how many followers, but I just feel like If I was Kylie and I was a Jenner, I would not want this drama to surround my child's name for the rest of my existence. And it's like, surely Kylie knew that Tammy's son was named Wolf. I'm sure they keep tabs on each other enough to know like, oh, she's got a kid now and his name is Wolf or whatever. Or maybe she didn't. I don't know, but Wolf is not a common name. So I feel like, yeah, she saw it from Tammy and she liked it and wanted to take it. Thought Tammy wouldn't say anything, but the opposite happened. That is my prediction.
It's summer and everyone's talking about water. LifeSource water systems reduce hard water problems and remove harsh chemicals that cities add to your Hetch Hetchy water. No filters to change, no salt to add, and no maintenance. LifeSource water gives you delicious water, softer skin and hair, and brighter laundry. For a limited time, LifeSource water will pay your sales tax. Offer ends soon. Call LifeSource water at 888-712-4279 or visit LifeSourceWater.com. That's 888-712-4279. LifeSource water. Taste and feel the difference. All right, you guys, to wrap up this week's episode, I want to talk about meeting Carl and Lindsay. By the way, if you missed this week's bonus episode, I recapped the crazy summer house episode. I have not recovered and I knew I wouldn't have time to get into it today. So go back to the feed. You'll see the bonus episode. It's only 10 minutes and it's just absolute insanity. But yeah, so I met Carl and Lindsay at a place called Barley House in Cleveland. And I have not been to Barley House since like I was 22 years old. We'll just put it that way. I was so nervous. I was so nervous. And I got to admit, I get starstruck really, really easily. The line was really long. So they, you know, handed out lover boys in the meantime. So it was cool. But I get up and I'm getting ready to say hi to Carl and Lindsay. And you guys know, I love both of them. I love Carl, but like, I really love Lindsay. We all know that. So I go up there and Lindsay is still chatting with the person in front of me, but Carl's wide open, you know? So I'm like, hi, Carl. I'm Morgan. I make videos about you on the internet. Like word vomit. Like how embarrassing are you, Morgan? And then he's like, oh, cool, cool. And I I just stared at him awkwardly for like two seconds. And I'm like, I literally said, I like you, Carl, but I'm really here to see Lindsay. And I'm like, immediately regret that decision to say to somebody, you know, that you're starstruck in front of. Was it true? I mean, yeah, but still rude to say, I don't want to insult Carlito the very first time that I meet him. But then I give Lindsay a big hug and I have this video up on my pages. If you haven't seen it, it's a, it's a cute moment. You know, we're, we're giggling, we're laughing. (laughs) Sorry, Carl. I'm only here to see. Lindsay. And I'm like, no, 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 just kidding. I accidentally patted him. I patted him. When I told you I blacked out, I blacked out, you know, because I felt bad, like a little pat, pat. Sorry, Carl, for uh, insulting you to your face. First time that I meet you, but I'm just really nervous. Looking back at the video that I made my boyfriend, David, take me while we were there laughing, loving, having a good time. It's cute. And and I, I left that moment thinking, oh my God, I just made a complete and total idiot of myself in front of Carl and Lindsay. Like I felt like they were just staring at me like a deer in headlights. Like, is this girl on something? Is she okay? Because she's not making any sense. But looking back at the video, we were all laughing. We were all giggling. We were having the time of our lives. When I left, I was thinking, why do people think that Lindsay and Carl are such a PR stunt? I learned while I was there that Lindsay is still sober. She's four months sober. They both didn't go to the Windsor house because it wouldn't be a good environment for, you know, Carl on his sobriety journey and Lindsay supports him in that. So yeah, I just, I know that PR relationships are a thing, especially in the reality TV world. But I really think that Lindsay and Carl are the real deal because they've been such good friends. They have such a deep respect for each other. You know, they're embracing each other's lifestyles. I think it's endgame, you guys. And maybe they'll make me flower girl at the wedding. Something I forgot to talk about in yesterday's bonus pod, still no Alex or Jason. 
at the end of that Summer House episode. And remember Lindsay was saying, because we were all like, where's Alex? Where's Jason? And she's like, my birthday party isn't over. Like, there's another episode coming out. But nope, nothing has changed. Just this for Alex and Jason. All right, you guys, that does it for this week's episode of Morgan's Pop Talks. Go to thedip.com right now to the Morgan's Pop Talks community group. I saw some of you guys sign up last week after the show. It made me so happy to be able to connect with you on that platform. We're definitely going to be discussing thoughts on what Kylie's new baby name is going to be this week. And if you use promo code guac, like guacamole, because you know we all love some good old-fashioned guac, you get 90% off your subscription for the year. It's under 10 bucks, and it's the best if you want exclusive Bachelor Bravo pop culture content. I'm getting ready to do an interview with somebody who works at Sewing Down South after this podcast episode. So if you want to read what it's like to be employed by a Bravo celebrity, that's going to be up on the dip very, very soon. So make sure you go use that promo code guac and come talk to me on our community group. Leave a review too if you haven't already. The next time I talk to you, I'll be in London, baby. I don't know what that was, but uh, I'll see you then, okay? Bye. Here's to the great American settlers. The millions of you who settled for unsatisfying jobs because they pay the bills. Of course, there is something else you could do if you got something to say. Start a podcast with Spreaker from iHeart and unleash your creative freedom. Maybe even earn enough money to one day tell your old boss, hey, I'm no settler, I'm an explorer. Spreaker.com, S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Hustle on over today. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. 